This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have the Richard Friesen, and uh, mm-hmm. he is the founder of Mind Muscles Academy. And I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Richard, how are you? I am doing just fine. Had the grandkids over uh, yesterday, a big meal. It's uh, it was so great to have the family around, and I'm really looking forward to a creative conversation because I know you're going to ask the tough questions. <laughs> Those are sometimes the best. Yeah, uh, the idea of this is to to ask questions that will get you in a position to give value to the audience, right? That that's the main thing that we're trying to do here. It's not just hey, look at me because I'm so great. It's <laughs> it's more to to describe the journey, right? And, and, yeah. And, with the purpose of adding value. So excellent. <laughs> with that being said, uh, let's just give a quick introduction to the audience about yourself and your company. Okay, I'm Richard Friesen. I'm the author of A Private Conversation with Money. And how I got here was through the financial markets. I'm a former therapist, dropped into the financial markets. And what I noticed was that people's success of the trainers I hired, of the entrepreneurs that I've been coaching, is mindset, belief systems, and even down to their core identity and and how they value themselves, that those things sometimes can be like an anchor or a driving limitation. So I'm looking forward to digging down deeper rather than just symptoms around entrepreneurships or what you do but looking at some of the deeper drivers today. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, my, my my take on this is, and I've seen this around, and obviously it's like an arbitrary number, but if we were to estimate about 80% of entrepreneurship and creating something is mindset. Uh, it's, it's really just believing in yourself. It's not wanting something, it's believing it, believing that you can actually achieve it because one thing doesn't get you anywhere. Like it's not, oh, I want this. No, but visualize it create a plan for it and take action so mindset is it's is what stops most things a lot of times we know what to do we just Mm -hmm. let other things stop us from from doing it so yeah and those other things in those processes that's where if we can bring them to awareness we can accept them without judgment then we can ask okay i have this process Hmm, that's interesting. It was created with a positive intent. And now what do I want? And once we get to that question from awareness, acceptance, and we can ask what we want, then it's easier to move forward. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100% agree. And uh, that I want to go now segue with that to my next point, my next question, which um, I like to ask about what are you focusing on right now and why? Because, you know, there's so many entrepreneurs and business owners that even you can be in the same industry, but you as a CEO are focusing on different things or as a founder. So what are you focusing on right now and and why? 
Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier before the show is that I'm financially secure. I don't have to worry about making money. But what I really care about is making the world a better place, even if I can move the needle just a little bit, because I have kids and grandkids, and I want them to have the same experience that I've had in the world. I was born in 1947, so I'm uh, one of the early baby boomers. <laughs> and, you know, it's it was a tough time in some ways, but it was magical in others. And I'm seeing a lot of mindset and belief systems that are creating cultural conflicts that we don't have the same enthusiasm for both business, life, delivering value to others, and being successful. There's just a lot of guilt. There's a lot of conflicts. There's a lot of different systems between outcomes and processes that that makes it difficult for the younger people these days to just be balls out or, or full out. <laughs> and and go for what they want. And how, how do you do that? Uh, a lot of our educational system is outcome-based and not process-based. So there's just a lot of places we can go to really give people uh, an invitation to open new doors to their life that not only feel better, honor their values, but get them to their goals. Yeah. I uh, I'm glad that you're you're focusing in on on that because it's it's such a good place to be in my opinion and that's what I, I'm striving for uh, uh, right now. Am I been doing this for two years and a half and uh, I'm in that grind mode still, right? Uh, but but the idea of it is to to build a a ten year career that like mm -hmm. then I I'm financially free and then I I can focus way more on impact. I still focus on impact while doing it, right? It's mm -hmm. a big focus, but I cannot wait really to operate from a place of, oh, I'm I'm financially free. Now I can do these things, right? Like just, I'm still building so much, right? Uh, mm -hmm. that, that, and I'm, I'm young, right? And I've just been doing it for two years and a half. So I know that this is, this is my season right now. Like this is this season and then I'll move into other seasons, right? So yeah, to everything, turn, turn. There is a season, you know, the the old song from what, the 60s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Jason Miller, uh, the the CEO of Sajiga Advisor Board, uh, I was talking, uh, he always tells me that, like, uh, every single time. Remember, like, all these challenges is just a season. And then after, you'll have another season. And then mm -hmm. there'll be different with all their challenges. Like, mm -hmm. like he was telling me, like, look, my challenges are like, a lot different, but I still have challenges. I'm still in my own season, right? It's different. So uh, it's just surviving season by season, that right? And doing the best you can every day. And, and that's big on mindset. So that's why, you know, uh, we're touching on this point. So um, my next question is, do you have any advice to business owners in general or to your younger self if you were to restart your journey, what, what you know right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, holy mackerel. Well, if I look at, oh boy, that's, there's just a million ways we can go with this, but let me look at it from a limitation point of view. When I grew up, my mom was mostly depressed, not getting along well with my dad. My dad was a narcissist, gone a lot. I never got much attention. So as a result, I, I created a belief system about myself 
And I, I learned to just, and my survival mechanism was to kind of just hunker down and be self-sufficient. And as a result, it's, if I look at my limitations now, and as I grew up, is the challenges of building teamwork, of building larger organizations, because my natural just psychological responses is to just do everything myself. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's worked out okay for me. And uh, if I could give myself some advice, it would be to become aware of that hole in my heart, the part that I'm missing, and learn how to get what I needed in life and not just retreat to that survival mechanism. Now, that is more of a deeper psychological you know, framework. If there was more business or entrepreneurial advice, is that is to not be so afraid of mistakes, to be able to just go out and get it. Uh, if I looked at my family of upbringing, uh, there was no investments, there was no real estate, there was uh, we were um, lower middle class and then middle class for a while. And I didn't eat. I mean, in my context, becoming an investor or buying real estate, it, I mean, it wasn't even my world. That's something that oh, somebody out there did. So, you know, opening myself to a lot more possibilities and then having the identity and the belief in myself to go ahead and pursue them and take risks and make mistakes. <laughs> that That's such a, a great advice. Uh, I love doing this podcast because uh, it not only is good for, for like the audience and, and it's also like I, I use it to learn for myself. And mm -hmm. and those are things that are, are things that I, I have in mind, but the reminders are never bad right and because that's that's one thing about just learning things if you don't keep bringing them back if you don't start remember them and, and applying them and, and think about it and say it to mm -hmm. yourself ask it to yourself then it's just well it's just wasted potential right like uh what does it matter if it's somewhere in here that you can access this if you want to or something right like but then mm -hmm. if you don't access it long for long enough you forget so that that is that that's why it's so important because um making making emphasis on these points because there's a pattern in here of everybody that i come here and they all all talk about similar things because what it takes is like i said earlier like my 80 percent mindset then just actually doing not having limiting beliefs being even open to to fail and to stand up and to do it again right and all those different things that might be scary at times right risk mm -hmm. taking risk but it's the way to learn and to grow if you're not taking risk if you're not you don't have fear of of, of what, what you're doing that means that you are in a comfort zone. So you're not growing in that comfort zone. So that's my take on that. <laughs> yeah. And one of the issues today, as we mentioned earlier, is our cultural conflicts. Uh, what has surprised me is the power of peer groups in our family. And as I've done some deeper work with some of my clients, they are willing to step in a whole new context of their identity, their beliefs, their behaviors. But when they do that, they leave a community, a whole belief system behind. And for them, the risk of that is so great, it's really difficult to step out of that. So if you're into a limited growth 
mindset or a group if you're in a group that is um i just lost the word is uh, critical of wealth and success that if you're in a group that is afraid that money corrupts and the money is the root of evil if you're in a group that uh, social justice is more important than individual initiative and liberty then if you are ready to step into a different belief system that's not trivial i mean to 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 leave people who you're comfortable with and love and who support you and to have a different way of life and a different opinion and if you're an entrepreneur by god you need to see things that others don't see you need to you know you, you look at elon musk as an example of somebody who who sees the world or you know you look at steve jobs or people who able to step into a future that doesn't even exist yet so as an if we're talking about entrepreneurs stepping out of that comfort zone and that community and that support is not trivial and that's one of the things i work with with my clients yeah it's it's tough it's tough to get out of an environment uh it's just change especially a drastic change right shaking mm -hmm. yourself to the core that's, that's that's tough i mean just Bingo. talking about talking about personal experience i i i had a decent upbringing uh i, I can't complain much um there, there was a, a little bit of I, I was raised with women and then my mom she's she she has like a lot of emotion she responds with a lot of emotion on everything and that's what i've learned right now that i'm in business specifically because when you're when i was growing up in college and everything it's not the same like you can get by by not by avoiding a lot of things mm -hmm. but when you are in business and you're trying to race a business you're trying to to hire people grow something you can't just ignore a lot of things like there's just you have to deal with a lot of things of yourselves so you can be able to manage others and and to be in the right mindset to be able to succeed so now that i've been in this journey i i've, I've learned that basically there's there's no business problems there is personal problems mindset problems <laughs> that go into the business and, and and i've been working a lot on prioritizing on being the best version of myself that I can possibly be mm -hmm. and taking advice from people that I that I respect that I know like and trust mm -hmm. because I don't want to be like I'm set on my old ways I'm 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 just like this right like I never want to be like that and and it's hard to break through that core right what I am and and, and being my authentic self but having some filters not by lying myself and faking it, but to actually fix on how I communicate and to communicate more efficiently, to not act on emotions and, and all those different things that could become a problem then in business uh, for clients, for employees, mm -hmm. all those different things. So that that is um, that's a big, big priority for me. So, mm -hmm. so that's why, like, uh, it's your, you know, I think you're right on the money uh, with this. It's, it's very, very timely, especially now that everybody's just entrepreneur and everything because, you know, economy, things happening, COVID, all those different things. So very relevant. <laughs> so It is. So the question then becomes, what is your relationship to money? And this is where I focus on. 
And if we look at your upbringing, the emotional part of it, if we look at people who grew up in a world where money was the root of evil, or you grew up with parents that just spent money, went into debt, maybe went bankrupt, or if you grew up in a family where everyone saved everything and money was so tight, you couldn't do anything with it. All those are internalized. And now you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person, you're a young man or woman who wants to expand to the world. We still have those internal messages and they may be subconscious. So what I do is I have an exercise called the golden keys. And the golden keys, as I mentioned, are first awareness. And a lot of that is physiological. You know, these belief systems implant themselves in our entire uh, physiological structure. So we look at physiology and what you talked about was emotions. We look at what our emotional responses are. And then we look at the quality of our thoughts. Are we judgmental? Are we accepting? Are we in gratitude? You know, I like uh, one of the exercises I do is I have people get a big jar and put a buck in it every time they have a self-judgmental thought. When I started that, <laughs> it was 50 bucks the first day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had no idea of just the movies I was playing in my head. So awareness, acceptance of what we discover. And then what we can do is from that point is ask, what do I want now? And once we get to that point, then we can start laying out what you talked about, a vision for the future. One of the ex another exercise I do is, you know, you've, you know, vision boards where you put on the car, the mansion, the uh, trophy spouse, um, you know, the all whole your dreams, bit. right? <laughs> yeah, all, all the dreams. But the vision board at uh, a private conversation with money, an exercise in the book is you put value you are delivering to others. So at the end of the vision board is what value am I delivering? Then we work backwards. What knowledge do I need? What skills do I need? How do I communicate the value I'm delivering? Well, now we're really getting into building something where we're delivering value. And you hinted to this earlier, is that our success comes when we deliver value and what and we receive what I call certificates of appreciation. When I deliver value to you, Fu, and you hand me not money, but certificates of appreciation, I can look at those and say, ah, this is a measure of value that I've delivered. So one of the problems that a lot of anti-wealth people have is that they look at this as a one-pie model and that person who has wealth has been, that means somebody else are taking it and somebody else has less. But if we look at money as a certificate of appreciation, there's, there's no end of value that we can deliver to others. And here's the surprise. And a lot of people are going to go, oh, no. <laughs> the more certificates of appreciation we have by delivering value honestly to people, the more we have done for the world. That is a, such a radical reframe from, uh, you know, wealth and money are evil. Yeah, I completely agree. And for me, it's uh, it's something that I also like being been getting coaching, being 
educating with just content, with just conversations like this one, mm-hmm. that money is just, it's, it's a tool, right? And I always know it. It's, it's the fact that even though I have it in my mind, I feel like my subconscious sometimes it's like still too attached to the fact that money equals survival type stuff, right? Because ah, yeah. that is, I mean, no money, no survival in a way, right? right so right. so even though like I, 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 I can label it and I can know what it is, it's still tough, right? To, to completely let go of, of, of worry or, or different like negative thoughts, let's say of money, because even though like money's not evil itself or anything, or there's nothing to Mm -hmm. to be bad about it. It's the fact that it's like, it's 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 the main certificate of value, right? Like you can tell people you can, hey, I can help you with other ways, but people want money, right? And then also like, you know, you gotta pay your bills, you gotta pay money, right? Those things, it's there's there's this this like I need the money to survive, but then life shouldn't be just about getting money to survive, right? And that's like the the constant thing that I have and a lot of people have, right? And and, and I've gotten to a point that I just, I'm just leading with value, just adding as much value as I can and just doing the best that I can every day. And then just let it, the rest is like, it's not like I'm just not going to complete like money. I'm still on the certificate of value, but look, if I do as best as I can every day, that's as best as I can do, period, right? Because it doesn't get better than that. So that's my mindset. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, what you're bringing up, you just machine gunned a whole bunch of issues <laughs> that are going to touch almost touch everybody you know if like money is survival then i need to hoard it if somebody else has more oh my gosh do they deserve it i they're they're taking survival away from me oh no so you know we have these very deep emotional responses and i'm so glad you were honest and open enough to bring those up so if those are emotionally how we attach to money, that means are we going to be able to deliver more value, see more opportunities, see the uh, reality the way it is, or through that emotional lens, is that going to cloud our our options and our choices in our life? And I'm so glad you brought up all those issues and the conflicts because you're touching on the conflicts that so many other people have. So thank you. <laughs> thanks thanks for for putting myself in the situation too right I, that's the beauty about doing this podcast is is having a conversation with somebody with experts right like and i have my expertise on on pr right and i every time that we mention something about pr i come in and i and i mention my expertise we're talking mm-hmm. about mindset you can bring your expertise we bounce ideas of each other in the word of this podcast for me i guess uh or not this specific episodes but just seems to be the word of the whole episodes is perspective Perspective is, is the word that I've been, I've been using a lot to describe uh, one of the biggest benefits of this because we can talk about this and then I give you perspective, you give me perspective. Also, the people that are listening to this, they get perspective. They're like, damn, like I never looked at it that way. Or 
or I, I, I didn't think that, that I could get out of it that easy or something, right? Like there's so many like challenges and advice and sharing here that is, it's just perspective. People have come here and tell me, ah, I lost hundred thousand dollars and just grinded my, my way up and then got out of it. Right. And it was just all a mindset thing. Like he mm -hmm. just decided that I'm going to send 15 proposals every day and I'm going to just do it, do it, do it until I get out of it. And he did. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's perspective. So thanks for, for giving us perspective. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. Uh, your term perspective is really important. Now, well, I've have a different word for it. I have a context. And the context is our identity, our beliefs, our behaviors, the knowledge we have and the skills we have. And that is a context. So one of the valuable things about knowing what context you're in is that you can choose. For example, I grew up, grew up an evangelical Christian. When I go to church in that context, I know the hymns. I know when to stand up, when to sit down. I know how to greet people. It's a context I can easily step into, you know, or if I'm at a raucous dinner party <laughs> and I know that that's a different context. So the perspective right. you're talking about is what if we were aware in real time of what perspective or context we're in? What if we can then be really good in that context? But that's not our only context. One of the limitations that a lot of people have and entrepreneurs have is they have just one context and they don't know how to step out of it into other contexts. So can we match the context we're in with other contexts? And that's a real skill. And that's one of the things that I work with, with my online groups and my clients. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, thanks Richard for, for doing uh, this, this episode has been very valuable. I, I you know, I got my, my gears turning and, and uh, I think that we, we had, we had some, uh, good back and forth in here and it was pretty good so um i just uh got, i know that there's gonna be some people that are gonna be look he's very articulated like he seems to know about mindset can't, can't wait to talk to him so how can people find you yeah you can go to conversations.money slash foo f-o-o and uh there we have uh, access to the book to the uh, free online course to uh, groups if you want to meet for support uh, and you can learn more there or you can always uh, just email me rich at mindmuscles.com and I love to hear from people I like to give feedback there's just so many ways that we can move forward in life and open the options and increase our menus on life choices and I just love to invite people to that context <laughs> thank you thank you for for that I, I love that word now like the context right it has a different meaning for me uh now right and, okay. and it, it's cool uh and uh thanks thanks again you know for for taking the time to to come here you know we only have so many hours and for you to come here and take the time to talk to me and add value to my audience means a lot to me and, and i appreciate it okay foo i look forward to continuing a great relationship yeah, same here. So this was Richard and Fu, and uh, this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.